way two incredible worlds collide in the sensual album featuring the music of John Legend with the words taken from the genuine TV performances of Mr. Gordon Ramsay. I'll get you more pumpkin and I'll ram it right up your fucking arse. Would you like it whole? Or would you like it diced? With such hits as There's more olive oil on this There's more olive oil on this Than Popeye's do And the classic How the fuck did you burn? How the fuck did you burn? Ice cream Put so much oil in this The U.S. wanted to invade the fucking plate And one very special guest Why did the chicken cross the road? Cause you didn't fucking cook it The new album, Gordon, by John Legend Children of all ages, coming to you from Seattle, Washington, Studio 212 on South Lake Union, part of the Soundcasting Network. This is motherfucking Grill. How long will that stake, mister? 17 minutes out. Damn, there's still a black man in the studio. <laughs> and another white man. Keith Boogie is in the house, a.k.a. Queef Boogie, a.k.a. motherfucking Risotto God. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I am your host. Well, I'm a, I'm a co-host. They call me Bobby Stills, a.k.a. the Sandwich sandwich Kid, a.k.a. Jupiter's new uh, executive chefery. And uh, across the table from me, we got uh, Coho Salmon. Uh, what's your name? Hot Top. Uh, Johnny Tsunami. The new dad. A.K.A. Horse Choker. <laughs> <laughs> what's that one? <laughs> From the Boondocks. <laughs> He's like Louis Rich. <laughs> have you seen that Jesus Romero new uh, anime? I have not. It's it's on Netflix. It's called like, should I should look it up. But uh, Jesus Romero podcasters, they're going to show on Vice. But they just did a new um, anime on Netflix. It's like. Kind of like Boondocks. Oh, okay. A little bit more Japanese style. Oh, I think I know what you're talking Good about. Good twist on it. Anyway, I guess we, we are back. Yeah, we are. For a short time. I don't know. Canceled. Canceled. Uh, yeah, we are back. Uh, we're calling this season two. Sounds good. Sounds good. I don't good. know, because we were on the fucking air for like two years almost. <laughs> but no, we, had to, we had to take a break sometime, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Let sleeping dogs lie. I don't know what that means. Life. That's right, life. Uh, but yeah, we're back. We're trying to record uh, once a week. I got all you guys' emails, you haters out there. Uh, yeah, we 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 didn't die. We're here. I almost died. 
I mean, yeah, last time I was on the air, y'all had heard I was at home doped up <laughs> on those meds. But uh, I was still trying to keep the podcast alive, even though I was in bed all messed up, compound fracture, looking like The Walking Dead with my bones sticking out of my foot from yeah, my birthday. Whatever. You know, it's life. It happens. Uh, you know what? The thing about it is, is like, even though I had a compound fracture, if I was working in the industry, in a kitchen, my chef would have said, you better come into work and show me that your bone is sticking out of the side true. of your foot. Real uh, talk. Jonathan Tunamathan, you had a baby. I did. So he is here. It's an ugly baby. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so did you tell, tell everybody what your baby's name was? No, actually, I didn't. Announce him to the world. Uh, Harlem. <laughs> Harlem Mackay Reyes. Harlem Mackay. Yeah. All right. You from Harlem? I am. Originally. <laughs> represent, represent. Represent. I didn't know your baby was part of Dipset. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Anyway. He has swag. <clears throat> for, for, for hours when you sleep him. <laughs> nice good looking baby how is fatherhood um fatherhood is crazy uh trying to maintain sanity while working and being at home i'm a stay-at-home dad two three days a week now what, what that makes no sense well so i work uh wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday still, still at, at, at the at baby june. of june yeah still at june baby but i have some fridays off so mondays and tuesdays on my days off i'm at home all day with the baby fridays when i'm off i'm at home all day with the baby otherwise i have um family members that are watching him or the lady watches him on the weekend so i got a lot of you don't got time. miss june from downstairs watching the baby no no no, like no 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 just we got an auntie and then my my parents are watching the baby when you gonna watch that baby never that's a lie, man. Never. I'm like a big child. Yeah, like, exactly. I have, technically, I have the body of a newborn baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, maybe when he is a little less fragile, I'll let him hang out with you, but I'll be there I'm, to monitor. Man, I'm soft. I'm cuddly. I'm like, be, a, like a, I'm like an oversized teddy bear. <laughs> what do they call it when you're, uh, when you, when you have to see your child, but it's with a social worker? Supervised <laughs> visits. <laughs> That's what you'll have. Sarah's down, man. She knows. She knows. She's definitely not down. (laughs) Anyway, all right. Well, that's good to hear. You're still a June baby. How's June baby going? June baby's good. June baby's getting crazy. Uh, Getting national press. Uh, Really can't stop the flow. Chris Rock, Tyra Banks are in the house a few weeks ago. Um, Was Tyra Banks wearing that fast suit? No, she was she was regular. She wanted to come in. Actually, I was off that night, and the kitchen had to reopen because they came in at after close. What time did they roll in there? Ten thirty. Where was the boss at? He was on vacation or not vacation. He was on a trip. I'd have shut that shit down. I don't give a fuck if it's God Himself. <laughs> Yo, we are close. Last call. It's Chris Rock. Chris Rock and Tyra. Nah, I understand that. We had uh, we had uh, some people. We had the dead babies come in represent. Oh, really? The bicycle squad. Oh, that's Shout what's out up. Dan Arkey, all them. Um, yeah, dead baby Dan, all them. But they were supposed to show up way earlier. We closed our kitchen down. We do last call at eleven thirty. These motherfuckers showed up at eleven thirty. <laughs> and and uh, shout out one of my workers, Des. Uh, he was like, you know, I stayed open for him. I let I I extended last call. And I was like, well, you're nicer than I am. Right? So I'd have been like, Sorry. y'all shut up late. And I did last call. And even though you're the homies, I'm trying to get out. Skirt, skirt. Skirt. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, so Johnny's still a June baby. Robbie or Bobby, whatever. How many names I go by now these days? I just call you Fat Boy. 
As you should, man. As you should. I guessed my weight the other day. They pulled out a scale. I said, man, I'll hop on that scale right now. I'll tell you exactly what my weight is. 245. 245. They're like, get up on that scale. 243 is what it was. <laughs> I'm on the heavier end of the spectrum these days because I'm injured and I'm hobbling around and I've been testing on a menu, so I'm eating everything all day. Every, Medical house arrest. Every day. Every day. So, yeah. But... Uh, I was talking about it before. I, we went on a little sabbatical, but I was helping some friends uh, get their kitchen tight uh, at a restaurant slash bar, an art bar, if you will. It's called Jupiter. Two one two six Second Avenue, Seattle, Washington, neighborhood of Belltown. Represent two AM Squad. That's my crew. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Do you disrespect it right now? Nope. I'll nope. come across this table. Okay. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you haven't been there yet, it's an art bar. It's pretty dope. Uh, they got a bunch of art up on the walls. Evening Magazine came in. Did you catch that episode? Nope. You're a fucking buster, man. <laughs> Keith, what about you? Did you catch that episode? I don't have time for TV, man. But your, boy, your boy was on TV looking like a gimp back there. I mean, I was limping around the entire episode. They had a close-up of my hands, though, chopping those onions. Did you have, what's his name, Rick Curley or whatever? Rick Curley. John Curley. John Curley. Uh, yeah, he was there. He was there. There was all four of them. They hosted the show. I'm surprised at- that he's still doing that show. Yeah, it was weird. They um, So at like 10 o'clock, they were supposed to come in and start filming. We don't open up till 12, so we had them come in and film. Uh, now, this is like probably my third time. Johnny, me and you, were they filmed Evening Magazine and Oddfellas with us one time, right? Oh, yeah. It was maybe something. But this is the third time Evening Magazine filmed at a restaurant that I've been at. And it was really, really nice to have them there filming when you are closed to the public because when they're there usually during like happy hour or dinner rush or whatever they're in the way they're in the way and they're trying to get shots of you back there sweating and hustling and stuff like that but at the end of the day in the kitchen you have a job to do yeah and your customers are number one keeping your chef happy is number one keeping your customer happy is number two but you're like get the fuck out of my way and they're like hey man i'm just trying to do my job and so I'm am like, I. But you're fucking my job up <laughs> for your sweet ass shot of my me f- about to flip out in the kitchen. <laughs> so it was nice having them there to film why we were closed. And so we had the homies come in and fake like the bar was open or whatever. And then at like 10, 20 or something, when they were supposed to be there, we opened up the door and it's like <clears throat> 10 old ladies. And we were like, Hey, what are, are you guys with Eating Magazine? They're like, yeah, we won a contest. We're gonna be, we're live, like we're on, we're on camera, like whatever. So we had to place these old ladies in this like kind of grimy video game slash art bar yeah. in the front of the thing, which was cool. And I passed out a bunch of food to them, so it was kind of cool. But the press we've been getting is really good. Everything's going. A okay, I guess. Good. I mean, I'm at the point to where I want to like really just like go in the walk in and not scream, but like bang my face against like my um, my shelving. So if I could just like just totally just like pull my head back and just smack it, and knock myself out, it'd be really great. I know that feeling. It just I've done this before, and I agreed to it, even though I'm injured. You knew what you were getting yourself into as well because you were mentioning how. 
you were like, I don't know if I really want to do it, like blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to do it. Yeah, well, when I was in charge of writing the menu, which the menu's fine. It's great. It can be better. I'm happy with it, though. Everybody's happy with it. I've got a few critiques. We've had one bad Yelp review, but it wasn't about too much about the food. They called my menu um, creative but lackluster. So I said, you have a lot of creative ideas on there, but it's lackluster. And I'm like, you sound like a fucking biggity bitch. <laughs> um, but... I'm still working on the menu, tightening everything up. I mean, it, it, we're going on week four of being open. I didn't hire any of the kitchen staff we had, uh, moving in some people into place that you know I've worked with before, and I'm tightening it up. So I don't know. It, come see me down there. You'll see me. I'm used, there usually during the day. I handle all the meat, you know, just like my home life, handling the meat. Okay. <laughs> Johnny, anything else you want to inform the people about since you've been gone? Um, you know, not much. Um, got to check out Modernist Cuisine, as I was telling you guys earlier. That was pretty fresh. They're coming out with their new book, Modernist Bread. Oh, shit. Um, which is pretty cool. They <clears throat> The way that they did this one. Wink, wink, Victor Golf. Well, it was cool because they, they, they realized that their market for their old book, their Modernist Cuisine book, was limited because they didn't test everything out on, it's like a science, it's like a test kitchen. It's gastronomy. So, yeah, finest, so they didn't, they, they did everything technically, but they didn't try it for people who were at home. So the Modernist Bread book is um, more, they have more recipes. So they're like, oh, if you're using an electric oven, we have a recipe to make this same bread with You don't have a food oven. lab is what yeah, they're saying. Or if you're using a gas oven or a wood fire oven or a campfire, they like tested it out on every single I heard about this book coming heat. out. When yeah. is this book coming out? Uh, it should be out in the next few months. I want to say, I want to say November or December, but. Uh, Who took you out there? Uh, my chef. Eduardo. Eduardo Jordan, yeah. So he, you got Bellevue. He has homies out there. So we, yeah, we went out there. We toured the facility. It was really cool. Um, learned a lot. Got some free swag. And uh, it was actually super fun. What kind of free swag did you get? They gave us like pens and calendars. And stuff like that. <laughs> but it was funny because I was standing in front of, they have like all these different ovens at the back of their kitchen. And they, we were like, okay, we'll take a picture back there. So we're standing under, we're standing by the ovens and we're standing under the hood. And the first thing I noticed is that it's like ice cold over there. And I'm like, how did you guys get it to be like so cool over here? Like, it's like, there's seven ovens over here and it's cold. And they're like, oh, well we had one of our, um, engineers from downstairs come up and he took the makeup air and turned it into, um, almost like an air conditioning unit so all the makeup air that goes in cold comes right back out over the hood ice cold so they're always chill i'm like man i wish i had that at our restaurant we're sweating out here <laughs> it's hot as fuck but uh yeah i think it reached like 99 degrees at the hottest point of the summer this summer it was weak yeah, super hot in Seattle. Yeah, it was not fun. Smoky as fuck, too. Well, yeah, and when you have an industrial smoker in your restaurant and you're smoking things and it's 98 degrees in the kitchen, you're just like, just fucking kill me now. I'm trying to build a smoker out back behind my uh, my restaurant. They're lit. We yeah. smoke everything. I know, and I want to fill the neighborhood of Belltown with like the scent of smoked meat. Yeah, you probably have a little bit of an easier time doing that with... Uh, residential laws so like since we have an apartment complex right above us like they, they say we can't have our smoker or anything outside we can't even have our hoods on in the middle of the night 
Uh, we built a sound wall oh. around our our hoods. That's smart. Which cost a grip. Yeah, I'm sure. Trust me. Uh, we got a. They had the the fucking uh, health department came in there. Fucking straight off the dome. Full gave us an excellent. Good. What do you got? Uh, right now. Got a good. Yeah, we're sitting on a good. We had it. We had it. <laughs> What'd you do? I didn't do anything. What um, did you like? As in uh, you? As in the whole rest? There was what? just uh, so. We have very, very limited space in our kitchen. Um, we don't have a walk-in. We have reach-ins. Uh, Shut up, bitch. Yeah, we have like seven door f- Damn. fridges. But uh, so we were cooling down. We were cooling to something down, and it was at improper it was cooling like technique. Forty-eight degrees or something when we were cording it up, and the guy, the guy was there, and he tempted it, and he was like, "Oh, this is wrong," and so we got knocked for it, um, which sucks because it's just you know it's. You play the game when you're in the kitchen, you know? Yeah, I mean, she caught me. She hit me with, like, I was cooling my braising liquid for my pork butt. Yeah. And uh, I didn't do it. Somebody else did it. And, you know, usually when they come in, you try to scramble and just see if you can fix anything real quick. But she was smart. She caught me. All the fat had risen Mm because it was cooled in quart containers, like two quart containers. And all the fat had risen. And she was like, you cooled it in that. And that's, like, four inches deep. Yeah. And I was like. Son of a bitch. That's how they get you. Actually, the guy told us, um, he was like, You're the number one reason why people get knocked down on health inspections is because as soon as they walk in, they see people scrambling and they see people doing You gotta be stuff. nonchalant. You gotta wait till they walk around the corner. You gotta lie to them and You either them gotta so. wait till they walk around the corner or just like leave the shit as is and like just make sure like your proteins are right and all this stuff is in your fridge. Yeah, all right. my heating and cooling was correct. Yeah. Do you know what she got me on? The very, very last thing, which this is fucking ridiculous. I mean, she was already writing up like the report and everything and then she saw me pull out of the fridge grab my case of avocados mm. and she, and I didn't rinse them oh I was and I was I tried to explain to her I was like hey I don't I don't serve my avocados raw like I I make a I do an avocado lime spread and then I bake it in the oven on bread and she was like it doesn't matter you're traveling bacteria from the outside of the skin to the inside I was like get the fuck out of here right now <laughs> Like, get out of my face. It's, it's all technical. There's shit. all little technical things. But I'm glad that uh, the restaurant's going well for you. The bar's going well for you. You wouldn't uh, know because you haven't been there yet. Man, I'm living a different life right now, man. doesn't matter, man. You can still come support us. I would love to. There's been, you know, minor issues with me supporting you these days. <laughs> well, we won't get into that. Yeah. Uh, but we will support our homegirl, uh, Chef, Chef Amy Boumia. Boumia. Uh, the Asian boom, yeah. Jolie is officially open, y'all. Yeah, go see him out. She says she always says like Deep North Ballard. That's it's fu- Finney. That's Finney yeah, Ridge. It's Finney. Represent. It, everyone's like, no, it's Ballard. It's on 65th and like blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah. And if you go two blocks up that fucking hill, you're on Finney Ridge. Like, <laughs> you're closer to Finney. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, what is it? It's it's 65th and 7th, I believe. Yep, exactly. Um, it's on the corner. You got to keep your eyes peeled, too, because you don't see it until the last second. You're like, oh, shit, there it is. What's next door to it? Um, I don't know what's... It's on that same street as Tin Hat, but it's the... So, I mean... It's next to the Irish pub. It's next to the Irish pub. It's the block after the dispensary. What kind of food would you call it? Um, I would say that it's, you know, contemporary American with like French and Italian influences. You're the 
pretty spot on for what I call it. I call it I call it modern American with a French a French Italian. Yeah, what I call. And Hannah had asked me. It's uh, it, I, it was good. I mean, they have all the homies there. Hillel's there. JP's there. Um, a couple other people. Uh, Tuna's girlfriend works there. Um, Big Tunes. So shout yeah, out. shout Sarah, out. Sarah was there when I was working. Oh really? Sarah Ridges. She's she has like a full female kitchen except for like one dude. Yeah, he's the homie, I guess, from the fucking like hardcore band days or whatever. But uh, yeah, Sarah's at Barking Frog now. Oh, really? Shout out to her. That's sick. I don't know if she's moved on from Grand uh, uh, Marge yet. But Is, oh, I was like, is she chefing? Or? <laughs> no. no, not at all. But uh, we just want to say congratulations to Amy. Congrats, friend of the show and personal friend of mine. I'm super proud of her. The thing about it was, was she had always had this thing in her head where she was like, you know it's super hard for me to get an executive chef position being a female in Seattle. So she opens her own place. So you open your own place. And that's what a lot of other people, female chefs in this industry have done in Seattle. I'm not saying it's like that in all the other cities. Cause I don't know. I don't work in those cities, but uh, a lot of female chefs, they had to go out of their, you know, go out of their way to go ahead and um, open their own spots. Yep. And those are people who are out there getting awards and, Getting recognition, stuff like that. So congratulations, Amy. I love you. I had a really good meal. How was your meal? My meal was great. Yeah. I had my kid there. He's just being like, ooh, ooh. You're that, you're that asshole that brings their baby to a restaurant. People are trying to enjoy their meal. Yeah. I'll, scream. I'll bring my baby big, anywhere. Big head ass he doesn't. He doesn't cry. He doesn't scream when he's out. He, he loves being out in the public. Um, but yeah, I'll bring my baby anywhere. You shouldn't let a child hold you back from, you know, you're still a paying guest. So everybody tells my girlfriend, they're like, don't let a baby hold you back. No, never <laughs> let a baby hold you back. Do whatever you want. Live your life. You just do it with a baby. Do your best. Live your best life with that baby. Um, hey, girl. How long is it, mister? Um, it's about to go to rest, so I'd say about seven out. Damn, you rest yourself. It's cold, cold by then. Uh, no, I'm just saying like seven to plate, you know? So thank, to make, you, thank you. Trying to make sure like, you know, start, you have your pasta. Start that pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing pasta for my IOW. What are you doing, soup? Uh, I'm doing soup, yeah. Soup, 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 soup. All right, enough about me and you. Uh, We did get your guys' emails. There's a couple emails we got. Uh, Shout out Tobias. Uh, Crample? Yeah. He's going to come in here and try out that vegan burger with us. It's going to be garbage. Uh, See, man, you're already hating. No, Shandy and Colin, who I was just hanging out with, literally, uh, from Healthy Bones. Yes, I know Uh, who they are. I was just reminding the guests. <laughs> they said Keith. They said that Keith comes out there and he's he's too good to even come in the store anymore and order. He has to pre-order his stuff now. Oh shit! So they they're like, oh yeah, and they're like, yeah, but he don't come in and order no more. He just he calls ahead and gets his order. And he just comes picks it up. I got shit to do, man. But I always make sure I say hi to whoever's at the counter. But uh, they came in tonight to my work. They ate. They ordered one round of food and then they ordered two more. Uh, rounds they liked it a lot good um but they uh they went to that new place they liked it a lot because it's out by their house i guess okay what's the name of the place uh you know name of that vegan that that bleeding veggie oh, next burger? level next level yeah so we will be doing a taste test here soon we'll have to have keith pick them up for us before we uh, i mean funny story i already told you about it but one of my co-workers uh staged at the next level burger that opened up by the whole foods um in ravenna and he said, one, they didn't have the bleeding burger, and two, that they run their kitchen like a McDonald's. 
Yeah, but I mean, McDonald's is a good, if you're going to open up a place like that, McDonald's is a good. No, but I mean like quality of food. I mean, even though they're using vegetables and stuff like that, it's like half their shit's still frozen. Yeah, but you you even said, you told me before the show started that they were like, oh, you're touching that and then touching this. Yeah, they're super strict on their health, on their health codes. Wash your hands twice. Wash your hands twice when you're touching vegetable to vegetable. Hey man, uh, as much as I fucking hate you vegans out there and I really can't stand you. I mean, it's not that I can't stand you. I have friends that are vegans. It's just, they're so particular about being vegan. Like you have to use separate knife, separate plate, separate cutting board, all that stuff. I found a way to pretty much alter my entire menu to make it vegan. So there's nothing, all the components, all the dishes that are on my menu um, can all be made vegan. Very, 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 very easily without without um, taking away from the flavor or the, you know. I feel like we, I mean, even though we're a meat-centric restaurant at June Baby, we still, we can do a lot of vegan stuff and we have a lot of vegetarian dishes. Vegan fried chicken? Uh, yeah, sure. 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 Yeah. yeah. All right, Johnny. Uh, enough about us. Let's get into our topic today. Um, we decided since we're coming back. And we are uh, have been uh, off the grid for a minute. We'd catch uh, some, maybe some people that aren't in the industry up on what has been happening in the Seattle restaurant scene. The change up, uh, closures, places for sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, what do we got? Uh, there's a lot. There's been a lot. Um, this year, 41 restaurants opened up in Seattle. And Good lord. That's a lot of restaurants. Um, Maybe that's why there's a fucking shortage of fucking people available. Yeah, of course. Everyone's trying to be in that new place and see, like, if they can make it. But what they don't understand is, like, a lot of these restaurants aren't going to last. And you're garbage, son. Yeah, and they're garbage. Um, but, yeah, so we had a lot of closures this year. Um, recently, we had seven closures and three restaurants go up for sale, two of which are Ethan Stoll establishments. Um, don't get it twisted, though. Ethan Stoll isn't selling those restaurants because they're bad. How do you know? Um, I read that. No, well, he's saying that you have to buy the brand. So he's not. So you got to buy into you got to buy the whole yeah so you got to buy the whole thing it's not just He's still going to be your man he's still no, in no, charge no 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 he's just he's just so you basically buy the company itself and then you can do whatever you want with it but it's not like he's selling it because they're not doing business he's selling it because he feels like he has expanded too much um and he wants to rein it back well, in duh. focus on a couple Fucking more restaurants Captain obvious man right um, so Tavolata two, he's got to make room for Tavolata. They already have a Tavolata two. Oh, Tavolata three. T three. T three. Um, so on the closure list for Seattle right now, we have Contadino on Capitol Hill. Um, it was the place that rep- it was the restaurant that replaced Ernest Loves Agnes, which only lasted about a year. All right, shout out to those motherfuckers real quick, uh, cause we got their pizza oven. Oh, fresh. <laughs> um, it's garbage. <laughs> Jason Laguanessa, I'll call you out by name right now. You sold us a garbage ass oven. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's not cool. It's bro. not cool, bro. Uh, but yeah. congratulations for opening up Queer Bar up on the hill. Oh, word for sure. Um, as you may or may not have heard in Seattle about uh, Blue Moon Burgers and their what was it? Their owner who were tight. Me and him were tight. We're, were homies, caught. Man. Well, I wouldn't be tight with him. Uh, who were caught in. Um, um, a derogatory racial Scandal. text exchange where he called his whole line what monkeys or something like that. That they were shipped over here on they were they had 
got here on slave ships. Oh yeah, uh, his all black kitchen. Um, he fessed up to being a part of that text exchange and has now closed his chain of Blue Moon Burgers on South Lake Union. Well, I know, but the one down the street from my house is still open. So yeah, because that one wasn't the one associated. Like the South Lake Union Blue Moon Burgers took the biggest hit out of. Whatever. Well, one down. I think two more to go. Yeah, right. So what, yeah. fuck them. We have enough burger places in here. This one's actually a sad one. Uh, Blackboard Bistro in West Seattle. That place has been there for years. It says seven years here. Um, they would do like a daily rotating menu that they'd put on their chalkboard. They were very, very into the community and they would do like hot food. They were kind of like, I would even say they were almost the cutting edge of the food scene about seven years ago when everybody was trying to be that At least in West Seattle. Yeah, in West Seattle, like totally off the, you know, off the chain food and just really focusing on local ingredients and whatnot and just, you know, kind of being a standout uh, place in the community. I wish I would have asked about this before we had and uh, recorded the show because uh, they cited circumstances at home that caused them to close their place. Yeah, they probably got a, had a family. Shit happens. That's Johnny. Or, I'm going to tell you right now. That's no excuse. It okay? is an excuse. Having Yo, when you have a kid, you'll understand that it is an excuse when you want to not miss out on prime moments of their lives. What's your favorite part about having a kid so far? Um, the naps. We take hard naps. Together? Yeah. Super hard naps. Um, that, and I just love watching him grow. Like, every single day, something different happens. Like, he went from... The problem is, every more, every day, he starts to look more and more like you. That's yeah, the right? problem. No, that's fresh. You know He's ugly, a little mini-me. No, no, no. He's gorgeous. Uh, no, but, like, you know, he went from... Um, Keeping his neck up for a couple seconds to keeping his neck up for. He support his head? Yeah, he supports his head. He, support his own, he got a big head. He has a big head. And what he's, did you he's always like teetering a little hey, bit. Hey, what, <laughs> what did you say the doctor said about your baby's head? Uh, he has a 99th percentile for head circumference. <laughs> <laughs> he's a beast. They were like, his brain development is good. And I was like, good. He has a monstrous head. Um, but yeah, you know, like he's more aware. He's he's staring. He's talking. He's uh, We do this thing called tummy time where you put them on their stomach and they start to get into the motion of crawling and looking around and being able to hold their neck up a lot How more. Old baby? He's only two months old. So he's it's definitely right. ahead about, of the curve. Yeah, since you had your baby, I don't think we recorded the show. Yeah, oh, well, he's 10 weeks old now, but yeah, it's pretty good. But um, back onto the closures. We have Munch Cafe in Greenwood uh, has closed. Um, See you later. <laughs> reports, it reports that uh, it will get a new restaurant occupant, um, something along the lines of Japanese sushi or f- some sort of Japanese food. You know, Seattle's lacking in those. So. Yeah, right? Like, we don't have enough sushi. We don't have enough poke. <laughs> we don't have enough burgers. Uh, you know, we just really need to fill that void here in Seattle. Uh, not. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mo and Lou Pasta in Lake City. I've never heard of them. Lake City sucks. Neither um, have I. But, yeah, they... They close down. Um, they don't have much information about that, but whatever. Uh, Food Man Dumpling House in Bitter Lake has shut down uh, after 12 years. Uh, they're going back to Taiwan to do a family visit, but may open another restaurant in the future. We don't know. Um, this is a sad one. Fans take note, they say. They promise that their garlic sauce will be available through their website soon. 
Shit's lit, fam. Uh, I've never had it. Uh, Boca downtown has closed after 11 years. That's, I can't believe that shit. Uh, Boca stands for Bold Original Kitchen Artistry. Yes, it really does. Hotel 1000, what's going on? The best part about that whole place, right? Not the food so much. The decor? The valets, man. They oh. all wore Kangles. <laughs> 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 that shit was lit. Like, the food was pretty good. You always got good service at Boca. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going in there. If they're shutting down Boca, it doesn't really say why they shut down. I wonder if they'll keep the same platform of, like, valet and that kind of... Yeah, of course they will, because it's a hotel. Oh, I mean, word. it's the valets for Hotel 1000, but it's the same entrance. Got you. So got you. I'm excited. I like the decor in there. I like... I've eaten there many times, so I have no idea why they're closing it down. I, like I said, we've been out of commission lately. I Probably time any. for a change, you know? 12 years is a long time. I've been wrapped up in fucking opening up a new place, so I haven't had my nose in any other buddy else's business, but I will get back to you about what happened to Boca. Right. Um, now moving on to the four sales, as we were talking about earlier. Um, anchovies and olives um, and next door sibling Barcoto on Capitol Hill. I think it's, it's on what? Oh, man. 14th, 15th? Yeah, I want to say fifteenth. Yeah, um, right, right by uh, New or Adana. Yeah, up the street from up Adana. the street at, from Adana, all, uh, formerly known as Nakasan. Um, yeah, so as it says here in the article, Ethan Stoll Restaurants uh, has started to shift their focus to other concepts on Capitol Hill and across the city. Um, Ethan Stoll is opening up two other Italian places in the neighborhood. Rione uh, twenty. What is that? 13? And top a lot of two? <laughs> What's X3I? 13. 13? Man. Cool. Rion 13 and top a lot of two, both with, uh, within about a half a mile and 12 other restaurants throughout. Well, yeah, Rion, uh, Rion uh, 13 is on. Um is on 15th. Yeah, I didn't even know that that was Ethan Stoll. It's, dude, I'm not a big fan of it. It's really good. It's right next door to uh, Wondering Goose. Oh, okay. Um, and then Tavolata 2 is down the street from Howard Work, Honey Hole. Yeah. Which I just had Tavolata 1. I guess we call it Tavolata 1 the other day. I mean, it's good. It's handmade pasta. It's, yeah. it's. I mean, it's just tough because you get caught in that, like, stagnant. Expanding sort. too fast? Yeah, you know, it's kind of like just, uh, what do you call it, formula food. Um, what I wanted to see on here was the Josh Henderson closings because if you haven't heard, Vestal opened, closed, reopened as a new brand, closed again. No, I did not hear that. Yeah, so um Damn Yeah, son. so Vestal opened up as like a contemporary well, we, yeah, we talked about that Yelp review, that yeah. whole beef going down. And so then they closed down because the neighborhood wasn't enjoying them and they reopened too fancy. Too fancy. Yeah, too fancy. So they rebranded as like a burger shop. Amazon, too fancy. Um they reopened as that and they closed again like two months later. I did not hear about that. Yeah. And then he he closed another one of his restaurants he's down, doing too. Ju- he's doing just fine. He, I mean, he's doing just fine. He's in the stadium now. Yeah, he's in the stadium doing his uh, Great State Burger, which I also, I mean, I don't, I mean, I hate to hate on him because he does good stuff for the community and he's a good person in general. Solid dude from what Solid I hear. dude. Very I've solid dude. I've met him a couple times. I just nice. don't. I have never had a good, I've had one good meal at his restaurants this entire year, and that was at Westward. Um, and Westward's that was, lit. Westward was lit, and that was the first time that I've had that good of a meal at Westward. How many times have you been there? Five. I won't shit on the homie who works at the, with the his ramen spot. Which is yeah, white people making ramen. Yeah, you we know talked about, about that. that too. But it was good. But the homeboy, he's doing research in New York right now. Like, I mean, you can do all the research you are. It's just appropriation. 
<laughs> appreciation. Okay. Uh, homeboy wants. My, my homeboy that works. My homeboy that works there wants to be Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Married an Asian has had anime Asian baby. heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Carries a samurai sword. No. Um but yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty crazy game out there right now, you know, with this tech boom and all that other stuff. Um, I feel like we're kind of getting we're hitting this curve where um, a lot of really good standout restaurants are making a name and putting their foot down in the restaurant scene. Tarsani Jane, Eden Hill have, are going strong. Um, Art of the Table's new venture is going very very Shit, well for them. Um, their new restaurant is Shout out Rick. fucking gorgeous. I have never seen a prettier restaurant in a long time. Um, but, you know, give a shout out to my chef. Solari's booming. June Baby's booming. Like, there's a lot of good food out there right now that's not hitting that formula, which is nice. It's just <clears throat> what I feel. My statement will be that I see a lot of people coming in for the quick cash grab for the Amazon crowd. Yeah. Uh, they're not in for the long haul. No. They're not in for the Seattle lights. Uh, they're in it for uh, the the tech boom, mm -hmm. the second tech boom of Seattle, and they're here trying to feed the masses, and the masses just really aren't grasping. They want, it. yeah, they want that grab and go, and I and I totally understand it. That's what that is booming, dude. Yeah, and I, what I really think is the key to opening up a successful restaurant is hitting a neighborhood that doesn't that's loaded with restaurants, but not loaded with quality restaurants, and like put that one standout restaurant there and make it a destination and have people travel to you because you're doing something different. It doesn't have to be fancy. Like at June Baby, we're not fancy. But we're packed every single day because the food that we do is down home com comfort food, but with, you know, some technique driven into it. You know, so people are like, oh, I've had this before. It's not like I had it when I was in Louisiana. And it's like, no, it's it's it's, it's inspired, but it's going to be different. These are like recipes from from Grandma Jordan and Mama Jordan and like, you know, June Baby himself and stuff what's, like give that. Give us some insight. What's what's he working on now? Uh, right now, while well, we're hitting the fall, so we have a candy roaster squash dish with. Um, oh, what's he working on outside of Jim Baby? What's he working on? Yeah. He's just doing events right now. He's getting that national press, so he's all over the place. He actually went to um, Wild About Game this weekend I saw and that. cooked for the judges. He wasn't a part that. of it. Last year he went, he won, but he came this year. No big deal. Um, and he cooked for the judges where he's doing a bunch of different, like, funky stuff. Um, you know, he did the James Beard this year. He he went to a panel in uh, Montreal and talked to them. He was shout out Shoto at Adana. Yeah, he's, he's doing, doing it. Big he's doing it big too. too. Yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff. Um, I you know he actually comes into the restaurant pretty often. I ran into him at Bumber Shoot. Oh really? He was working at and he was just up you know just slaying slaying food and I I caught him like him. Like he said that that Top Chef appearance that he made really really boosted his ratings. He's with the people. and he's he's nice man. He's I'm out, nice. I don't really know him personally. I've met him a couple of times, but no, I think it's crazy. I've heard many rumors about him being crazy, and I'm like, nah, uh, he's like the nicest person I've ever met. Chill. Yeah, Super like, chill. Likes to drink beer, and uh, he can fucking handle a knife. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Good. So it's nice. You young talent, we got coming up in the city, right? Preach. All right. Last closing, we got Johnny. Oh, I wasn't even gonna talk about that one. <laughs> this is where I have the. This is well. This place is. It's, oh, it's a it's long that, running yeah, 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 establishment yeah, yeah, yeah. in Seattle, and this is where I had the honor of meeting Shoto. Shoto. 
Nakajima. Um, the ruins on Lower Queen Anne, they actually host uh, a black box chef challenge. They there. were. They were for a while. And they had local chefs come in, um, what, judge. Uh, but they're closing after 24 years of private dining. Um, their it's, last, up, it's up for sale. Oh, it's up for sale. Um, their members only last hurrah will be January 2nd, 2018. And um, yeah, you'll find out more details to come after that. All right. Uh, that's going to bring us to the end of episode one, one season two. of season two. Uh, it's going to take us into our IOW. Jahani, could you tell our wonderful fans out there across the United States or the the, the world, the galaxy for that matter. You know what I'm aliens on we don't, nine. we don't know how far this reaches the signal, the internet. Zeldar. <laughs> Zoltan. <laughs> what is our IOW, sir? Uh, it's going to be winter squash. Winter squash. It is right. Uh, have we done, we've done squash before, haven't we? Yeah, but that was on season one. Snow. Yeah, snow. Snow. I know, no. Do you want me to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. Do it, Johnny. Do um, it. I was debating whether or not I wanted to do a, a whole cut squash soup or a pureed squash soup. But that hole. Nobody does that hole. Nobody does that hole? chunky. The chunky soup? Everybody hits it with that immersion blender. Uh, well, okay. So, I mean, that's, that's sweet, just, sweet it's stick. just going to make it easier because it's just like, you can do whatever you want. You just make a vegetable soup. So mm -hmm. what you want to do is you can either get store-bought or you can make your own vegetable stock. You know, um, I like to do a white vegetable stock. So carrots, onions, celery, um, maybe a little parsnip in there, um, herbs, you know, thyme, par um, of I course, how much time, how much time, how much time is it going to take? Uh, this, how much time does it take? The soup or the stock? You missed the joke. Oh, I get it. I get it. How much time? It'll take a little bit. Anyway, so you can you can make yourself a vegetable stocker. You can buy one at the store or whatever. And what you're going to want to do is you're going to take your squash, um, peel it, cut it in half, and scoop out those seeds. And what I like to do a lot with um, winter squash seeds is I will pick them out and save them because you can toast them, and that's a really great garnish. Um so you'll dice up your squash, you'll hit it with a little extra virgin olive oil, salt, and just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of black pepper for flavor, but not to overpower. You'll roast that on about 450 with garlic and fresh thyme um, until just until you get, you still have a little resistance. So still al dente, you want a little body to it cause it's gonna be dropped into a soup. So it's gonna absorb a lot of that liquid still. Um, after that, you can make yourself a little vegetable mixture um, with, you know, fresh onions, maybe even some broccoli rabe. Um, I would even put like turnips in there, just like a root vegetable soup, you know, kind of. Um, Maybe even throw some toasted fenugreek into that stock, you know, just to make it taste good. Fenugreek. Fenugreek, uh, it's like curry. Um, and yeah, you're just gonna cook that on a simmer for real low, season to taste. I might even add a little of that um, PX sherry vinegar. It's, it's the dark sherry. It's good, it's delicious. Um, yeah, heat it up, serve it with some toasted seeds, maybe even a little cheese in there. A little kinda, bit of fresh cheese. cheese. A little fresh cheese, a little fromage. From Masha. From Blanc. Right. Or a clabber, or if you would. <laughs> so stupid. Whatever. Just because you're a buster ass fucking buster. All right. I'm going to do a spinach and acorn squash ravioli there. People. Oh, raviolo. <laughs> 
All right, so what you guys are going to need, you're going to need like a half a cup of ricotta cheese. You're going to need about yeah, one giant handful of fresh spinach. And you're going to want to take that and you're going to want to um, chop it up pretty fine, I guess. You okay. know, a rough, rough chop. Okay. Not fine, but yeah, rough. You're going to need about uh, one uh, kind of big handful of uh, kosher salt, a couple pinches of uh, ground pepper, one whole acorn squash. You know what? You can peel it or you can not peel it. How to peel it if you're going to turn it into a puree, though? Well, who said I'm turning it into a puree? Okay. It whatever. just depends what you want. All it right. depends. Some people like the skin. I don't, so I'd say peel it. Uh, you want a half a cup of sour cream. You're going to want uh, two teaspoons of nutmeg, uh, two tablespoons of butter. You want about 20 sage leaf, fresh sage leaves. Um, you want about two cups of vegetable broth. And you're going to about, see, uh, what I would use is I would use a like a pasta sheet. But if you cannot get your hands on the pasta sheet, wonton wrappers will do the trick. So you can use those too. They're much easier accessible to people. I would say uh, buy a couple pasta sheets. But if not, just go to your frozen section of. Uh, you can find pasta sheets easy. Where, motherfucker? In the freezer section of the grocery store. Bullshit. Yeah. Safeway don't got them. Yes, and QFC do. don't got them. Okay, em. maybe not yours. I don't live in. Master. I don't live in Ravenna. I live in the South End. South End. <laughs> Uh, so you can either buy pasta sheets or you can buy wonton wrappers. You're going to need like one pack of wonton wrappers. that has what, like 60 in them. Uh, and then a, some, some olive oil, right? So what you're going to do is you're going to heat your oven up to about 400 degrees. You're going to dice your squash up uh, and you're going to put it on your baking sheet, toss it with your olive oil, hit it with that salt, that pepper, uh, and you're going to roast it till it's tender. You don't want it to be super mushy. Uh, you want it to have a little bit of color on it. Um, and then you're going to, it's going to take about, yeah. 30 to 40 minutes. Um, and then in a small bowl, you're going to take your ricotta, uh, your spinach, add a little bit more salt, more pepper into a bowl. Um, you're going to stir in your squash. You're going to take a fork and you're going to smash your squash. You still want some, you want it al dente. You want some like hard bits of that squash in there. Uh, you throw your nutmeg in there and uh, you make it, uh, you know, make a good little mixture in there. And then you're going to, uh, so you're going to, Lay out your wonton wrappers, and you're going to take a nice, uh, what do you call it, Johnny, when you, with the scoop of the panel? Quenelle. Quenelle. Or yeah. Rocher, one-handed. Rocher. Yeah. We'll go with the Rocher. Small Rocher, and you're going to put it in there, and you're going to, you're going to, we'll just go with the wonton wrappers, since I'm going to assume that everybody lives in the south end like you, highfalutin, we got a child now. Um, wow. <laughs> and you're going to put your little dollops of uh, ricotta and squash um, dollops in there. And you're going to set your wonton wrap. Some people would tell you to fold it in half. I'm not going to say fold it in half. I'm going to say you're going to put the other one over top there and take your fork and, you know, mesh. You're not going to put no egg white egg? Egg wash on there? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Now you're going to take a spoon. I'll do that at the end to okay. seal it up. Okay. So you take your uh, fork and you make notches all around four edges of it. Then you take an egg wash, which is uh, just egg whites. Take the yolk out. I use a little yolk. Just a little bit. I don't use a little yolk. Love. I use my, I just like spit. Oh. <laughs> I use my fingers and wipe it on the edge. Lackluster. Um, so anyway, so after you get those done, you're going to have about, <clears throat> you're going to have about the amount that you have, you're going to end up with about 30 small raviolis. What I would do is I would freeze half of them, okay? Because that way you can make a separate dish with it. 
Press your friends. Uh, but you take the other half, and what you're going to do is you're going to take a skillet, and you're going to put it over medium heat. You're going to take some butter, those two pats of butter that I was talking about earlier, and you're going to heat that butter up. And uh, while that butter's heating up, you're going to finely, uh, what do you call the technique of chopping up your sage? Chiffonade? Chiffonade. That, uh, You've been out of the game for a minute. <laughs> you don't roll like a cigar, you know? So, so, I don't know. I've been drinking Rainier. <laughs> uh, so you're going to chiffonade your sage, and you're going to toss it in that butter, um, and you're going to, um, you know, let your butter heat up a little skirt, bit. Skirt. A little brownish on there. And while that's happening, uh, right when it starts to get brown, you're going to toss in your raviolis. Okay. And you're going to... Get some color on the outside of those raviolis. And then you're going to add that, that vegetable broth that I was talking about. And you're going to let simmer, simmer for about three minutes or so. Um, and then you're going to, yeah, pour it out. And um, your vegetable broth should have thickened up by then. Maybe Put some fresh cheese on top. Yeah, you can shave some cheese on top of it. Fried sage. Um, yeah, you can add a little bit more sage to it. Um, put, yeah. I think that'd be delicious. Maybe some fresh watercress on top, you know, something. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. You shave all sorts of stuff on top of there. Shave just, these nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think those raviolis will do just fine. What do you think, Johnny? I would eat it. Yeah, I think I've made this before. Pretty sure I have. Classic. I mean, it just came straight from my brain. Oh, snap. So, top of the dome. I was, saying, I was staring into your eyes, and I thought, I know. fucking acorn fucking head. How do you, how can you tell with this fresh fade? Anyway, all right, guys. Uh, I'd like to thank all my listeners. Uh, Your listeners, yeah, my listeners. Oh, okay. Fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, hit him with them social medias. Uh, see us at Facebook. What's that Facebook, dog? Uh, grow how long steak, Mister? What's that Instagram? Grow how long steak, Mister? At grow how long steak, Mister? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What it's, about that Twitter? Uh, at how long steak, Mister? That's right. Email address is going to be grillhowlongsteakmister at gmail.com. I want to thank Studio 212 for still opening their doors to us and allowing us to record here. I would like to thank our producer, Keith Boogie. Keith Boogie. A.K.A. Risotto God. God <laughs> A.K.A. The Dad with only one job now. Producer extraordinaire. Say hello, Keith. Hey. <laughs> B. Um, I'd like to thank Soundcasting Network for uh, continuing to host our podcast. Uh, we don't have any sponsors yet. But we looking. Are we? I'm trying. I need to get paid. Keith, Keith is. <laughs> He's trying to get this. We hit him up with the social medias. Uh, you can catch me on Instagram, which I was catching hell of people on Instagram from this show. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple really, really, really fucking talented chefs out there that I started following. Because, you know, people follow me and I'm like... Yo, cool. Like, follow uh, for follow. You can fuck. No, I'm not a follow for follow. But I'm like, you can follow me if you want. I realize that you're following me for the show, but then I'll just check out their page. And I've caught some really, really young, talented people, like weird in the UK and Midwest. So I'll shout them out next show. But uh, you can catch me at Bobby Stills, B O B B Y S T I L L S, I think. Johnny, it's your, it's your it's your handle. What's yours? Uh, Johnny Tsunami. That is J H O N N Y T O O N A M I. All right, all right. That's gonna be uh, episode one of season two. Come to a wrap. Anything else, Johnny? 
Uh, nah, thanks for welcoming us back, and we hope to hear from you guys, and uh, we'll catch you later. Shout out Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Grill, how long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs>